Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Every day around this time, we do the rundown. Let's get it. Now, it's the rundown presented by Trippet Insurance. Trippet Insurance at 6462 Stage Road in Bartlett. Depend on your local insurance agent. Trippet Insurance at 901-365-1472. Online at TrippetAgency.com. The rundown with the biggest stories of the day from Jason and John on 92.9 FM ESPN. First story. Memphis Houston yesterday on CBS. The Tigers get a crack at the number one team in America, the number one team in all of the land, the final showdown in the regular season, at least, as conference mates. The game opened at a pick'em. <laughs> Thank you, because that's the first time I've laughed this show. We've had to be very serious in the first hour, and rightfully so. Well, it was a, it was a pick'em, Memphis pick'em, plus five at the crib. You know what I mean? Um, I, I do think I was uh, I was validated in my read of the game, uh, which we'll touch on here momentarily. But uh, a, a few things to, to I get. love that some of our listeners tweeted you though the line they did yes they did on Saturday. And, and, thank and, you listeners and, and I was I kept my word and I bet it you know that so I I said on this show if I'm getting if I'm getting this many I'm betting it I did bet it could have gone bigger didn't that's fine that's not what we're here the the bet got to the window uh, no sweat really. You know? Yes. Ended with that you were right. Yes. Well, again, I, I had it as a pick 'em, and it really was that. I mean, Houston uh, yeah, right. hit a ridiculous shot, a contested shot at the buzzer, uh, to to pull away with the victory here. Dude, it was a classic game. Yeah. It was a classic game. I would say so. It was The uh, Tigers were down nine at the half. Do you realize that? I do, yeah. The most they've been down all year at the half. I did not know that. Yeah. I saw that in the game notes. I did not realize they had not about that? trailed from – but I guess that makes – they weren't down more than that against St. Louis? I don't think – not at the half, I don't think. Okay, that's the only game that I would have thought. Um, but the yeah. nine-point difference was the largest deficit the Tigers have faced all season at the half. Is that good enough for you? That's yeah. from Memphis. I mean, I, I believe you when there you say you go, it. There you go, bro. Yeah, they, uh, they had actually pulled to within four at the half uh, against St. Louis. You need to go see it for yourself, though. 
Well, I was just curious how that, just to that point though, it's so impressive the job that Memphis did in adjusting yep. because Houston's offense had gotten going there in that first half. No doubt. I mean, look, it was it was pretty simple basketball, right? Like they were just getting open in the corner in that in that friggin' if you're looking at the basket, it'd been the right corner. Um Every damn time, Tremont Mark was just slipping through the defense, mm. and he was and he was making the shot. I mean, he was just making the shot there in that same corner. And they attacked, they attacked, they attacked again. First half, um, and then in the second half, like again, I know Memphis lost this. Like, it, it sounds, it sounds so homerish. It's like to, but that's the number one team in the country that you just took to the buzzer. And so I think it's totally within bounds to give props to what Penny did. A couple things Penny did that made a huge impact in the second half. So I guess at the at the, at the I guess it would have been the second half or maybe the end of the first, but he went to a press. He went to a press on Houston and it did wonders. Um, you know, Memphis has the length, they have the athleticism, and that I think allowed Memphis to get a little bit more. I mean, there were several turnovers that 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 Memphis forced. I think of the last one there, like sort of the last minute of the game, right? Demaria Franklin ends up uh, forcing that turnover out of bounds there, um, and 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 Houston just you know. They they were frustrated by it. I don't think they see a lot of teams in their in this league that have the athletes that Memphis does, and and that are, are as well conditioned as Memphis is. And I think they really struggle with that. And I give Penny total credit for. Sometimes Penny will will go with the press when he doesn't have to. Sometimes he'll just do it sort of liberally, and it doesn't really make sense, and it just leads to easy baskets for the other team. In this case, I thought it was a perfect deployment of the press, and it worked because it made Houston think. And you know, I mean, Drake got us. Uh, DeAndre got it. Now I'm using shorthand. I'm a huge fan now, right? Yeah, but. you're sounding <laughs> very fanish. But I, but you know what? I mean, I am. I am a fan. I am a fan of the way they they have they have you know rallied this season and and put themselves in great position to to make the NCAA tournament yet again, which they should. They're now um, a weighted average of a nine seed over at BracketMatrix.com. So yeah, like. I, I just thought Memphis showed really well, and it was the kind of performance, even that came in an L, that should make you feel very good about Memphis's chances to make some noise. You know, if they get the right matchup, if they get the right seed, um, depending on who they uh, who they have and who they'll see in that second game. I don't, if it's a if we're talking about a ten seed, I'm not really worried about any of the sevens as I see it right now. If they're talking about an eight nine, yeah, it'll depend on the eight, and then it'll depend on the one. But look, this is an experienced team, Kendrick Davis. Uh, should be nothing but proud of the way he performed yesterday. I mean, that dude was an absolute warrior hitting that three, hitting the layup at you know at the end there. I, I guess he's conference player of the year. I mean, who's who deserves it well, more than just, he does? You just say what's you just say Houston's best player, whichever one you want to pick, Sass or whoever. Just because their numbers of what aren't better than Kendrick's. What they pulled off? No, you, we've we've looked at them. They're yeah. not. Yeah. But I'm saying you're gonna keep giving. Yeah. You know the guy that finishes second. The player of the year. He did well, it for like, SMU as well last year. Well, Memphis year. would do this with uh, under I'm with Josh. You. He's been the best player in the league. So this that's year. who you got to give it to. Like Josh would suffer from balance, right? Like Memphis would always finish first in USA, but how many years do they have the conference player of the year? I think Will Barton probably did it. But non Will Barton years, you'd have like Joe would be at 14, and then, you know, Adonis would be at 11, and then, you know, you'd have Jaron at 10. And there was just like, there was no clear mm-hmm. guy. And I think that's kind of the case for Houston. Like they're a, they're a team. They're a system. Just Sasser and Shed first team. Yeah, exactly. With DeAndre and Kendrick. Yeah, and then pick somebody from Tulane, I guess. Um, I'm I'm fine with that. And I'm 
uh, you probably got to give Coach of the Year, I guess, to Kelvin. But Ron yeah, Hunter, Ron Hunter, that's their first winning season in they years. They fell apart, unfortunately, here at the They end. did. So that's why. Uh, I just think in, in Houston if, just if did it, not. If they would have finished second, he would have gotten it. But they did not. Uh, Memphis indeed finished second. So uh, back back to the game. I thought Penny did a heck of a job in terms of the second half adjustments. You go up five there late. But when it happened, I wondered. When he put DeAndre Williams back in with the four fouls, um, at that point, Ch- uh, Malco, who had given you everything, I can't believe we haven't said his name yet. Like, dude, Malco was battling. So was Chandler Lawson. At that point, though, Malco was bushed. And I wondered right there if you could stick with Chandler Lawson a little while longer to at least get under the four minute timeout. Because when you put DeAndre in there at that point, it gave Houston someone to attack because he had the four fouls. And they did. And they did. Every time. And they did. And so, I, you know, I know what he was thinking. We're up five. I'm going to go put my, you know, my second best player on my team back in, and that's going to help us. Malco had to come out. Um, but I just wondered there, because of the way, how, how well you were playing, how well Chandler Lawson was playing, I, I, I thought about it in real time. You know, is this going to come because the way you were thinking about it, frankly, was, well, it's six minutes or so left. Is that a, you know, is he going to foul out? Is this too much time? Yep. But what it did was give Houston's offense a chance at something to attack exactly and, right. so, and kick-start them away. I thought well, it, they're too good. Not and, to, again, that's not to sit up here and tell you, that. you know, Penny you know, made, the, you know, made the mistake that blew the game here, but I thought that, you know, a, a decision there yep. that hurts you a little bit after some great decisions, obviously, to get them back in the game, you know, recover from a nine-point halftime deficit, yeah. take a five point lead yeah like they were rolling yeah no I so you got to give him credit for that too but I thought in an instance where you're trying to add on right I get where he was thinking yep it, it ended up costing you in a way even though DeAndre made you pointed out he made a key block there late like he made a couple defensive plays yep but that was not a quality DeAndre Williams it game not. in terms of rebounding and, and points no it was not and like I think about those Houston games last year he was he was he was much better right in the sweep no like, question against Houston last season but a little bit easier too probably when you got Duran out there for him to be that yeah yeah. Right. Last I, year. I mean, I just, you know, again, I know they lost, man, but they battled their ass off. Yeah. No, dude, all I mean, year. Chandler, like, Chandler was out there balling, hitting threes, low Lawson and Dandridge to me were the Dandridge story. had one like, of his best games of his life. I mean, I, I, I thought it wasn't his. I, I mean, I hate that it it, it didn't finish with a win. I well, hate, I I hate that. You got 72 73 in there. You got yes. a full house. Yes. Sixth largest crowd in, in FedEx Forum history, in Tigers history. And it felt like it. It really did. I mean, it was it was an awesome atmosphere. It this was, wasn't one of those where it feels like there's 15, 16,000 in the building and you find out after the season there's less than 10. Right. This was an actually full house no, that no, was packed. Was, and Jim Nance kept going, you know, talking about how crazy the crowd was and everything else. Even on tel- the, the the stripe thing worked. Yeah, it did. It Big did. time! It was cool. And they gave you a T-shirt. They gave you like a T-shirt at your seat. In did it. you wear yours? I was. I was. I already knew what I needed to wear going into it. Uh-huh. So I was. I was complying. Well, you had talked like you weren't going to do that. Like you were a real bad man. Well, but I, I, I'm I glad you well, fell I, I, into I, the I was, spirit. I, I wanted to wear the blue, so I got. I got a blue section. You know so, what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I didn't want to do the white, so I didn't do the white. I did the blue. So I, I was, and I was totally happy with that. And I was totally I, again as a did it did it when you're in it. Does it look like anything? Because on television, nah. you have to be pulled away from it. You yeah. see the pictures pulled away. You, you can see it. You can see the straight. It actually looked pretty good. Not really. Not really. You don't really notice much when you're sitting in the seat. You know. I thought they pulled it off pretty good, especially no. with the court and the, yes. you know, the, the 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 stripes there, the scratches there. Yeah, I thought it, it looked pretty good look, altogether. I, I think this is a team that is absolute and you guys know like well, here we go what I, what's coming i feel sweet 16 <laughs> well i'm not gonna put a, uh, can put you a hear i don't want to put a ceiling up. on it 
But I do think if they get the right matchup, they're dangerous. I do. I do. That's what I was talking about, uh, son. It's it's just the draw. Because when you got a Kendrick Davison and DeAndre, you figure, man, right. you, you got a chance to make some noise. And especially, again, with the way the role players are right are playing right now. Exactly like, right. But, but the draw, John, yes. is literally the key. Yes, it is. Because you talked about it. You get an 8-9, yep. and it's Illinois on the other side, yep. and you got Kansas as the one. Yep. You feel a certain kind of, oh, this is going to be tough. Yes. But you mess around and, you, and say you're you're a 10. Yep. Uh, you get some 7 seed you're not scared of in, in, the, in the twos Marquette. You know, you feel real. You, you could make a run through that. Yep. So, again, I go back to now so critical. What, what's critical now is the draw. And I'm not sure, like, I, we, we need to discuss this. What what does a win over Houston in an AAC tournament final get you mm-hmm. in terms of seeding? And then what does, if they do go 2-1 and one in the tournament, lose to Houston? And if I, where, where are you when it's all said and done? Yeah, that's a good Probably question. Probably need to discuss that here. Don't know. I mean, I, 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 I truly— If you're a nine now, if we're going off the bracket right. matrix average, Lenardi's got you at nine. Now, Palm and the Athletic got you still ten, but that average has gone up to, if you go to closer a one, to a nine. I think you stay a nine. If you're a nine now, I think you stay a nine. I don't think you move up. I don't think you move down. I think you probably stay a nine. If you lose—if you win one, lose one, go one and one, you lose in the semis, you probably drop down to a ten. That, that's kind of where I would be with it. Um, and it's weird, like, you, 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 the, the idea is, like, to be the highest, but in this case, you kind of don't want to be the highest seed. You know, you want to be as low as, as possible because, yeah, you're, you might get put out to in Vegas or whatever, you know, or California or wherever. I don't know where the sites are, Jason. I don't have them in front of me. But, like, how many people are going to go anyway to a first-round game for the University of Memphis? Right, I just I don't I I'm not really that concerned about it right now. Lunardi has them uh, as a Lunardi's got them as a nine as a nine in the Midwest in Kansas City. Right, he's the one that's got the he changed the Illinois matchup though, didn't he? It's yeah. another it's another Missouri. Mm-hmm. So that's a winnable game, but then you then would, you got Kansas. We have Kansas and Kansas City. Like who wants to? I don't want any part of that. Do you? No, Kansas, uh, yeah. Kansas City, heck yeah. no. That's a disaster. That's Michigan State and Detroit or where you were a few years ago with Josh. Job, most likely, right? Yes. Like, I just kind of see that one as like 78 to 60 type. That's why I go back to it. You can have a great team playing yeah. well. You get a draw like that, doesn't matter. You're yeah. dead. Yeah, so you got to get out of this particular bracket. Like right now, you, you know, honestly, you want to get back into this, this, the side with Bama because that's a matchup you feel good about on a, on a neutral site. You know, if you're going in as an eight or nine, yeah. Like if I'm being eight or nine, I want to be one of those. So, because uh, I think Memphis could be Alabama on a neutral site. I mean, they got enough going on as it is. Memphis played them to a to a bucket in Tuscaloosa. We know how def- dependent they are on the three point shot. The ab- now they had to point about draw. The Athletics got Memphis as a ten going against Duke as a seven. That's a tough matchup. <laughs> That's a tough one. That's a tough. One. Like right now, Lenard's got A and M, Iowa. Um, Kentucky and Northwestern as sevens. I feel good about Memphis's chances against all four of those teams. So I'd rather be a ten. Yeah. So that's what I'm trying to map out here. Can I get ten going two and one, or are they stuck on? Are they a nine at that point? No, it's actually fun. It's fun. This makes it fun because I, I I think there's a range. I think Memphis could probably get as high as an eight, or as low as a, a ten. You know, so there is a little bit of a range there. Um. And again, if you're an eight or a nine, how good is that eight nine? Because the first eight is going to have the weakest one. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, so that does matter. And I guess in this case, the weakest one would be um, 
Alabama, right? Or UCLA? Who's 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 resident? It'd be it'd be UCLA. You'd play They're UCLA. They're the ones that just came up there. Yeah. yeah. So that would be you would be in the West region. Then at that point, if you're the best eight, you would be in the West against UCLA. Just in terms of the resume, even though I think UCLA is better than Alabama, that would be a fun matchup. UCLA and Memphis. I think that could I think that could be a very close game. I like UCLA, but mm, I don't like Jaime. Jaime, he's, yeah, he he's, would, he he's would a have, load to deal with. He would have DeAndre. You already know. Yeah, he would. But, I mean, that's any, any good big man's going to have DeAndre in foul trouble. It doesn't even – like, Houston doesn't even have a good big man, and he was in foul trouble. So that's just going to be part of the engagement, man. He's just going to have to find a way to stay on the floor. The thing is, if Malco and Chandler can give you minutes like yesterday, you can protect DeAndre a little more. You can. You can. You know. Now, Chandler played great, hit a three. He was fantastic. He hit a couple threes. Rebounded the ball, the yeah. Yeah, fantastic. Malco, too, your yep. man. Yeah, man. He was he was big time. Because, again, every like you're getting, like, scratched. You're getting hit in the chest. You're getting, you know, the side. I mean, Houston is like a boxer when it comes to those rebounds. And, man, Memphis was coming down with some tough – man, Demario had a couple tough boards. Like, again, this is what you talk about. You've got an older, experienced guys in the tournament, you know, Get a good draw. You don't know what could happen. And maybe we look up in Sweet 16 that I was mocked for early in the season, and I grant you, it looked bad at times. But then you went the other way. You said the sky's falling out. They lost to Tulane. That's right. And so we've that had time, to bring you back to the at middle. At that time, it felt like it to me. And then, again, I'll give Penny full credit. I mean, he has, he has rallied the team really ever yeah. since. And your emotions have carried us through this season. Yes. 31 regular season games. 31 regular season games are in the books. Memphis is in. Don't worry, Jeff Goodman. Don't worry your sweet little head. Memphis is in. Can you get him another Memphis cap? Uh, that one looks a little old and, uh, you know. Yeah. It's not very swaggy. I do. I need to send him. I need to send yeah, him He another. needs like a new one, like the black one with the, you know, with the Memphis logo and the Tigers. But the black one's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. He, he, needs, a, he needs an update for the Tigers' the second update. straight year of tournament. For sure. Um but again, I mean, that was the number one team in the country. Memphis just took well, the buzzer. I, well, don't don't tell me that because now you're zero and eleven against number one. You are, but I mean, I don't know how you can't be anything other than proud about the way Memphis. Of course, you're yesterday. proud, John. Well, I, I, you sound annoyed. You like I'm annoyed by you trying to make it a W. Well, it's not a W, but it's a it's a. I mean, you, I, yeah, I, I mean, can't you've, be... you've been very flowery about it. Like we've we. I, that's why I took it back to some nuts and bolts because well, you were getting giddy over there and goosebumps. I realized that if you were there yesterday. I imagine it felt pretty special. It, it the 50 did. year anniversary of 72 right. 7, like all that going together, the way crowd they played was, in the second half. Crowd was awesome. For the first time ever, probably for the first time in a very long time, crowd is a weapon for you. Yeah. That crowd became a weapon in the second half when yeah. Memphis grabbed Uncle Mo and looked like it was about to win the game. And then Houston took that thing right back, right? And then they got up three or five or something. And then Memphis punched back. Like, I, I give them full credit. Like, it was just a classic game. One team has to win. Houston's the number one team in the country for a reason. They got dogs. They got dogs. I thought the whistle in the first half, by the way, was abysmal. I don't know if you uh, were, were up. I mean, I know Memphis shot would have for me free throws, but I thought yeah, there was. I mean, I, I can't. Memphis ended up shooting more free throws. All yeah. that, you know. I just thought the ref. I did early. And, and the emotional, the fan in me, much like you, early in that first half, I didn't think Memphis was getting a good enough whistle. thought they were calling too many. It, it felt like ticket tax on us. No question. Since man. I'm going to turn to my fan side now, yeah, but somebody's got to be side. here to keep it straight. No, look, Memphis didn't win the game, but they certainly didn't do themselves uh, any kind of disservice. When we going to beat one? I mean, I did that. How many teams Is this have beat? just us as a program? I I guarantee you it's Can't not. Can't never have the big one? I mean, did you really expect Memphis to win? 
Like, did you? When they were up 56 51? Yeah, there's a lot of time, though, left. It's not like it was. I thought like it was this. magic. I thought the power, the 72 73, you. Uh, was Riley in that thing? Riley was there. Riley, the power of Riley's up in there. Pity had made all the adjustments. And she was loving. You it. were rolling with DeAndre Williams off the floor. I said, "This is." I said, "This is happening." Chandler Lawson's hitting threes. Mm-hmm. Malco is playing for you. Yeah. How about it right now? Can we get the chant going for Malco from you? One more year. Nah. One more year. I don't even John know if John won't he can even do participate it. in I it. Even, I don't even know based, if it's possible. No, they said he's got one more. He's got a choice he can make. I know he was among those honored, well, but I, I, I encourage heard everyone to do what's best for them. That's what I do. John I, will not participate in the one more <laughs> year chant from Malcolm Dandridge. Let it be noted in part of the record. I just, I wish, I wish him the best. Whatever, if he comes back, I certainly support him. Kelvin Sampson was very complimentary, by the way, after the game. I didn't like it. I'm going to miss playing him. Right. <laughs> Surely is. You will in the Big 12. It ain't going to be so easy, is it? It ain't gonna the, the, I mean, that, that part, I, you don't think he's going to get in there and be just fine after a year or two? My whole point is that it miss him, and, hey, can we still play a season? Yeah, sure, yeah. Not calling. What did I tell you last week? That man ain't picking up. There ain't no reason to. I mean, He's going to get quad one after quad one after quad one in the Big 12. Yeah, dude. What he's going to need in non-conference yeah. are wins. So yes. why would he schedule Memphis? Yeah, like, like Oklahoma. To, to help us. Oklahoma has six quad one wins. You realize that, right? And, and, and they're horrible. They're awful. But they play the Big 12, so they get all these mm-hmm. at-bats. There's no reason for Houston to schedule Memphis. That's the first time, first time all season Memphis lost to holding opponent after holding opponent under 70. UCF, UCF and, and, uh, and uh, Cincinnati, uh, certainly UCF, they may go winless next season in the Big 12. I mean, that's going to be a real culture shock for that program. They're going to be a bottom feeder. Well, that's why they need to move on from Dawkins now. Yeah. Just, you know, start with a found. Somebody's going to come in there and set a foundation. Cincinnati, who knows? I mean, I don't I don't think they'll th- threaten anytime soon. You know, they weren't threatening the American. So, and I, I, I think Houston's going to be a find it tough. I think Houston's going to – because, look, you got Kansas. You got Kansas State. Um, you know, uh, we'll see on Iowa State, like, is is Otzelberger, like, the guy there, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, they, kinda, they, they, they just beat the hell out of Baylor. You got Baylor – you know, I, th- I would say at least three of those four are ahead of you. Baylor's ahead of you. Kansas is ahead of you. Kansas State is ahead of you. TCU, you know, that's it. That's another tough one, right? Like those are all tough. Like I, you know, so I'd say for sure Baylor and Kansas, and Kansas State's they got the coach of the year and Jerome Tang. They're building something pretty special there. I won't. I'll put Houston is third best at best. In the Big Twelve now, and you're and you're still talking about teams like, you know, Iowa State, West Virginia there with Huggins, TCU we haven't mentioned. So, you know, it's not going to be any. It'll be a rude awakening. I think Kelvin is aware of that, right? But mm-hmm. it's not going to be this jaunt to the finish line where you're thirty and four or thirty two and three every single year. It's going to be rough. Uh, but in, in terms of the game yesterday, it was an awesome, awesome game, awesome environment. Sucks that Memphis couldn't come away with the win, but uh, that's the way she goes sometimes. It was a, it was a proud day, I thought, for the program, uh, falling just short at the end of the season to the number one team in the country. Next story. Grizzlies lost last night, 135-129 after scoring 51 in the third. Damn. Hold on, you're going to have to give me some time to get through this one. 
because I went to bed last night just knowing Grizzlies had that taken care of. Yeah. It's been a long day. We've been up early on Sunday morning. Um, you know, the emotions of the Tigers' loss, obviously. And so I'm saying after uh, Tyus Jones just goes absolutely nuts in a third quarter in which the Grizzlies outscore the Clippers 51-30 and just take command of the game. They got it. I'm heading off to bed, honey. Let's go get. Let's go turn it in. Uh, we'll talk about it with John in the morning. Actually, it'll be a great thing to talk about because it'll give us something positive in terms of the basketball teams at down over the weekend. Uh, no. 38-17, they were promptly outscored in the fourth and, again, lose by six. We know they did it without John Morant. We discussed that at length over the first hour, and they'll play at least the next game without John Morant. The Lakers on Tuesday, uh, though we know it could very well be for longer than that without John Morant. Uh, the other part about this weekend, and in addition to this loss, obviously you lost to the Denver Nuggets, was that you lose Brandon Clark for the season. And they even discussed mm. how impactful mm. that could be for the Grizzlies going forward, how impactful it will be. Uh, because, again, you're talking about one of the most efficient guys in the league and certainly one of the most efficient role players, bench guys uh, in the league, now being out for a year, you know, uh, how long that takes him to get back, if he's even right next year, all of that's a question and huge for these Grizzlies, um, who, you know, were just hoping a few days ago uh, everything was cool because, really, the only guy you felt like you were missing was Steven Adams. Uh, my, what a difference a weekend makes, obviously. So it was not good news. Now you're looking to salvage this road trip by going 2-2 two and two, uh, with a win over the Lakers on Tuesday out at Crypto. Again, the NBA is investigating this gun incident or this, this, this flashing of a gun on John Morant's Instagram Live. So who knows what additional in terms of punishments could come. We do know that there's, you know, you, we've seen it now. There's been stories written. You go on a plane uh, with a gun, if that is the case, uh, you could be looking at a 50-game suspension, according to the CBA. And so hopefully it, that is not the case for Memphis uh, in this situation. Whose gun was it? All of that now being looked at. You do wonder, though, that because, and I brought it up with John, because the NBA has already investigated one gun incident with you uh, as it you know stemmed from that Indiana Pacers game and Devontae Pack and the, the Jaws friend and being suspended and everything else, if you know, with this one, if they'll be forced to look in maybe a little harder, to dig a little deeper, to see if it's got an issue here. Again, it's one thing, it happens once. You're talking about a face of the league, future start face of the league, and you say, you know what, now, we, we didn't see anything on video, whatever else, that, n- nothing here. But it's another thing when you have these constants, so you wonder if there's somebody in that NBA front office that, uh, uh, you know, how hard they'll be looking at this, because you have to. Mm-hmm. You can't afford to continue to have one, and then you have a, a league or people criticizing the league for saying, hey, you guys turned a blind eye to this. You can't have that either. So, you know, how much tougher is this investigation going to be as they attempt to find out the most important thing at this point is whether John Morant had that gun on that team playing because, like we said, Mm -hmm. that goes against the collective bargaining agreement. Mm -hmm. Very severe punishments for those things. So, again, yeah, Grizzlies in a bad place on the court. That was a horrible weekend. Yeah. That was a horrible weekend. Two losses, lose B.C., John Morant comes on Instagram live with a gun on Saturday morning. That's about as bad a weekend as you can have. And you know now we're sitting here with saying on Friday time I going two and one and it looked fine. Yep. Right. Maybe you lose the Denver game, but you win both Clippers games. Yep. Uh, you, both Clippers games, the Clippers and the Lakers games, both LA games. And by the way, like your next five are pretty brutal. I mean, you're at the Lakers, who are desperate. You're playing the Warriors at home. We know what the Warriors do. We'll see who they decide to play, who they don't. 
You got two games back to back with the Mavericks, who are really trying to find something and come together. They're going to be desperate too. And then you're at Miami, you know, who's playing better when Jimmy's in the lineup. I know they had a really tough one on Friday night with a ridiculous Julius Randle buzzer beater. Did you see that? Yeah. Good grief. The yeah, Knicks, yeah, they man. were draped. All, he picked that ball up and shot it to Jimmy, and everybody <laughs> draped all over. Ridiculous, him. ridiculous. Yeah, shot. they're on fire. Yeah, that's. Cur- I mean, are the Knicks? I mean, look, Brunson, dude, is a monster. I, I know he's, Ra- he's he's brought Randall back to he has professional ball player. Let's care That's about exactly this. right. That's exactly right. Because last year he didn't. After a while, I, I think this is a very very difficult stretch, and it would not surprise me if the Grizzlies went one and four. Well, the, the problem is five. Sacramento's just one behind you now. Yeah, like it just would not shock me. Um, your depth has taken a major major blow, and you're not as deep as you were a year ago. You don't have DeAnthony Melton. You don't have Kyle Anderson. Now you're starting. You know. Uh, well, last night was a function of Dylan's suspension, but still, I mean, you, you got you're, you're leaning on guys like Dylan Brooks, or should be uh, David Roddy and John Conchar now, you know, who are very much probably not ready to play the roles they're about to be asked to play. Um, so I, I, it's just it just kind of fell apart at the seams in one weekend. It feels like for the Grizzlies, um, not to say that they can't, you know, find a way. I mean, we've seen them do it before, but I just. It's hard to compare it too much to last season when John missed all that time because they were deeper. They were a deeper team. Mm-hmm. And I think we trusted their depth more than we do this time. You know, I 100%. Certainly I mean, regular season, you got Melton, you got Kyle Anderson. Yeah. You can cover up for a lot. Yeah. Ty is playing the way he did during that 20-5 so, and five stretch without Ja. The question just becomes, can the Grizzlies hold on to home court? You know, I think that's that's. I don't think they're falling out of a top four. It may come down. Remember when you and I were doing that over and under, we both thought three? And then for a while it looked like, nah, I don't think Sacramento's going to catch them. Well, now you've given Sacramento a chance. That's the one to me is if you you fall out of three. Because remember, two gets you first round through two series. Yeah. That's why it's critical you stay at two. I think four is probably their floor. I mean, I, I just, But I don't, I don't think they're driving far beyond I mean, they're three. They're five games ahead of the Warriors, mm-hmm. right, at five. So I think four, they're only three up on the Suns. You know, so and that that's do. I mean, the way the Suns are playing right now, they're lights out with Kevin Durant in the lineup, as you might expect. Yeah, did you see last night? Yeah, uh, all up in the Booker and Luca after KD hit the shot. Well, that's not a, that's not a that doesn't, they went they went forehead to forehead. Yeah, that doesn't help the Grizz. It just makes the Babs more desperate. You know, to hold on to their. They still know, they can't stop anything. No, they can't. They can't. That's the problem. But if they can't stop a team, it might be these Grizzlies. I mean, unfortunately. Without Jai and Brandon Clark, and you know, just a, it's a lot to ask. It's a lot to ask. Man, ties went off in the third, wasted, and, and he went. All, he was wasted. Awesome. He was awesome. So, yeah, no, I don't know. It's uh, it, it was just like damn, like the hits kept coming. For you right about that bench. I mean, Santi gives you nine and twenty minutes. Zaire six minutes, nothing. Conchar five and twenty, and he got fifteen and twenty nine from Kennard and his return back to crypto. Yeah. And that's like, right. I mean, no BC in there. And he, like, he, he'd, he'd give you double digits. I mean, he would. Mm. So, yeah. And that, and by the way, it's an Achilles. So you just know that's going to be a year recovery. Like that. It, it feels like most of next year. Like, yes. you're, you're right here now yes. toward the end of the, what, you got 19 games left, something like that? Absolutely. It's just brutal. If you got him back for the playoffs next year, it feel like it was a. Exactly. A and big, that's probably news. what they're targeting. But, yeah, man, it's like, damn. Like just a, was there any good Grizz news over the weekend? Not one little iota. I we mean, didn't even get some, Steven Adams back. How did Kenneth Lofton play in South Haven? <laughs> Y'all got some numbers for me there. 
I thought I, th- I thought I saw him hugging Jokic after the game or something. He was with the team, I think maybe. Yeah, Stephen Adams is even back, with- and he's not going to play tomorrow either, right? Isn't that? Didn't somebody already report that? Damn. We need to know. I'm pretty sure. I, I think you're right, though. We need some positivity. Give us some positivity, man. With the Grizzlies. Yeah. There ain't much right now, bro. That home record. That home record looks so good. Yeah, Stevens out for tomorrow night. Yeah, man. No, well, that, yeah, was that was that Clippers. I don't know that there's been a ruling on them. All. I saw something about Tuesday. Yeah, this is Clippers still from Grizz PR, so we're still – maybe someone else has reported it, but at least I'm from Grizz PR. I haven't seen yet. Yeah. They, 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 they had, I thought they, they, it, the optimism was all there for back half of road trip. Was it the back on half? Steven Adams, yes. We're on the back half, bro. We're on the last game of it. Yeah. <laughs> what the, that's where we passed the back half point. Is everything okay? Is everything okay? Are we gonna have to start asking real questions about this? Because it's been a lot longer than it felt like. What do you think about that weird statement about he'd be away from teams instead of just saying he'd been suspended? Did that bother you at all? Mm, no, not really. You see, Dylan get his 16 tech after. There's a, we didn't even discuss that. Yeah. Are they wilding out right now? Yeah. Uh, Drew Hill said feeling he gets from Grizzly room. Stephen Adams is going to be out Tuesday. That's why I referenced that. Um, but yeah, man, it's, uh, it's been a, been a rough month, been a rough couple, couple weeks here for the Grizzlies. Um, I don't know what fixes it. I I, guess I'll just keep it to winning it. I mean, there was a while you were just beating Denver. You were holding them to a season low. You were feeling good. I'd say it it was a rough weekend. What the hell? That may change the entire season. What the hell happened in the Nuggets game? They were cruising and then it just fell apart. I mean, 39 points in the second half. Just weird. Yeah, you know what happened? They they're they're terrible on the road. Yeah, and role players play better at home. Is they're, that so? Yeah, I don't have that box in front of me. But what did it, what did Canard one going off in that one? I don't recall. Confucius said that role players play better at home. Oh, it's real with the Grizzlies. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Because you know <laughs> they they got a lot of them. No, nah, real <laughs> quick, I was I was pulling up. I wanted to pull up that box on the on, on that. They were outscored thirty three seventeen in the fourth quarter. It's we're seeing what do you we're seeing the same thing every game, where a team is not. And that fourth, they're just getting waxed. Mm-hmm. That's what's happened the last two games. But no, back to the point on what they got in the bench in that game, nothing. Um, you knew Brandon got, got hurt in that one, but Kennard, six. Um, everybody else, three or less. What's that? Mm. You, go, you can go from shine to you know what real fast in this league. No question. And the Grizzlies just did a clinic on it over the weekend. They did. They did. Um, and, it, again, it doesn't get easier because – I mean, the Lakers beat the Warriors last night. Yeah, and that was and Steph was back. So yeah, explain that. Because I mean, now they're desperate, uh, and, and you, you know, you are getting a Lakers team without LeBron, so that's one thing. But you just you don't know. I mean, you could get a Lakers team that's motivated, or you could get a Lakers team that's just you know uh, cruising and coasting. It just depends because they lost to the Timberwolves at home on Friday night, so you just don't know what. And I, I, don't, I don't. I think the Timberwolves stink. Like I think they're a bad basketball team. I don't like them at all. Like, you get down in the fourth quarter, and they have one dude that could actually score without Cat. You know, they need Cat back really, really bad. And, they again, they still got the win over the Lakers, so got to give them some credit. But, um, you know, who knows? You don't know what kind of Lakers team you're going to get. That said, yeah, it was a uh, rough weekend for sure for the Grizzlies. Next story. All right, man, we got some uh, – the, the first domino in the NFL carousel, the quarterback carousel, has fallen. And it is – your man, Derek Carr. Derek Carr has agreed to a deal worth a lot of money, by the way, 
uh, with the New Orleans Saints. So uh, he is headed to the NFC South. I think basically the money comes out to $100 million guaranteed, which is insane given like how poorly he played last season. Uh, four-year deal, $150 million with incentives, $100 million in total guarantees, $70 million effectively fully guaranteed, $60 million at signing. That's fun. $60 million on signing. That's, that is pretty fun. Yeah. When that wire hits. Yeah. I'm wondering if he's going to regret later not going to the Jets. Maybe. I think but he's. But maybe the Jets are. Well, I know he met with them a second time. Yeah. But I guess they're playing the Aaron Rodgers, you know, sweepstakes too. Well, yeah. I, th- I don't think he was. he's built from New York media, bro. I think he's exactly where he needs to be in a smaller market where there's not as, uh, you know, heavy criticism. Well, those Saints weapons, most of them, a lot of them are over the hill. Like Alvin, well, well, Alvin, got the Al- deal. Alvin may not even play, mm-hmm. but uh, you do have Olave. Ma- Michael Tom, uh, Michael I- Thomas. Don't know where he's. He's always hurt. Yeah, I'll give you Olave. He looked. He had a great rookie season. And then they have that other dude. Who's the other uh, man? The 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 water bug dude. What's his name? Shahid. Mm-hmm. He's he's a little speedster there. You know, uh, it's not the weapons of the Jets. No, it's not. It's not. That said, you're in a much easier division. Yeah. Um, the, the NFC South is there for the taking. Yes. No, it is. Um, and I think that's probably part of the calculation. And he found a team that would pay him $170 million, $150 million. <laughs> you know, it's his former coach. It's the coach that drafted him back in the day. Um, so, yeah, look, I, 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 I think he's above average. He's better than what they had. He's better than Andy Dalton. He's better than Jameis Winston. But, you know, in terms of does this make them a championship contender? No, it doesn't. Because I don't think he's materially different from Dak. I don't think he's materially different from Kirk. You know, golf. I just put him in the same category. Like, I, all those guys are in like a big bucket to me. Cousins, golf, car, Dak. Give them all the same. You put them on the same team, they'll all have the same numbers. They'll turn the ball over, they'll throw for 400 yards, whatever, and probably never win a Super Bowl. But I get why the Saints did it. I understand it. It makes sense to me. They have a good defense. Quarterback play was really holding them back last year. Don was terrible. God, that guy was bad. Mm-hmm. I know they don't have like the weapons that maybe they used to, but you know they still do have uh, something there. Um, and we'll see, you know, what they do in the draft. But uh, now, of course, this leads, you know, to what's going to happen around the rest of, you know, what do the Jets do? Um, the Raiders still are the betting favorite to land Aaron Rodgers. Don't ask me. Nobody was talking about the Raiders this morning. Get up! It was all about the Jets are retiring. Well, you know why they want the New York media wants the Jets to get them. I mean, that's that's what they eat up. They want the Jets to be relevant, you know, because a lot of the, like, I, I get the wants and desires. Yeah, Greenberg Jets fan. Yeah, ha ha. Yeah, I'm yeah, talking yeah. about you. You talking about a betting? Nobody was talking about the possibility of it. You're saying it's still the betting mm-hmm. favorite, but nobody was talking about it seriously. I, but and to be clear, I'm down with it because uh, we have no direction otherwise. But because you guys would have to bite off, y- y'all would need Green Bay to pay some of the salary. Yep, that ain't happening. Yeah, we also like have to give up a ton of bucks. picks. That's the other thing. Like, do you really want to do that? Do you really want to give up a ton of picks? So, why has he not said it, John? Why don't you come out and say whether you're playing for Green Bay or you're retiring? Right now, you're out of the darkness retreat. Yeah. Um. Hello, darkness, my old friend. I think Aaron is just a weird dude, and I think he, I, I think he enjoys the cat and mouse. 
I think he enjoys playing the game. Like he enjoys the power of like feeling like he has over Green Bay, and it's weird. He's a weird guy. He doesn't talk to his family. You know, he doesn't talk to his brother. Doesn't like have any interest in having that relationship. You know, he's he wants us to care so badly. He does. In the end, he's just an attention seeker. Yeah. He just wants you to worship him. I'm not gonna do it. Not gonna do it. And Gutekunst and Green Bay, you shouldn't do it anymore either. Stop worshiping at the altar of Aaron. Joke. Yeah. Because he's only gotten you one title. One. How long did y'all make him wait? Three years behind Brett Favre? Mm-hmm. What are you doing to Jordan Love? Making him wait longer than that? Mm-hmm. There's a way to do this, and you're blowing it. You don't let the old guy QB, who's no longer at an MVP level, hold you hostage. Move on. They're still waiting on an answer from him. Yeah, they are. What are we talking about? Yeah, it's crazy. It's a joke. Joke! Joke! So, yeah, Derek Carr's the first. Uh, Bryce Young, uh, another quarterback, as we mentioned earlier, uh, weighed in at uh, Tiny Tim Jeffrey Wright's uh, measurements, basically. I think Jeffrey's got him on girth, size, thickness. Yeah, I think so. I think Jeffrey might have him beat there, but uh, I think we all do probably. But but yeah, he, uh, he, he, he I guess it was underwhelming. Five ten, like two oh four. Just put him on that John Jones diet. Did you see him? That man mm-hmm. went up to heavyweight. Yes. Yeah. He big boy now, mm-hmm. like his brother mm-hmm. Chandler. That sorry Raider you got. We don't talk about that. Well, we I, know. You, I think you, talk, you spent 15 minutes on his signing and what it was going to do for your Raiders this season. I would rather have John Jones it. at this point. You would rather have John Jones at defensive end beefed up to 260 like he was this yeah. weekend. Yeah. Dude, he said nothing but rice, steaks. Yeah, he fattened. That's that good stuff. Yeah. That's when it's fun to eat, to fatten. When you're eating like that, to fatten up, that's fun. Mm-hmm. And he submitted the guy in the first round, right? Stood down. Now. This you, is it. You watch this. Now from, you put the technique. You watch this with, from Sugar with House. With the extra strength. Y'all, no. I, I know Sugar he. Sugar Shack, John. You watch that More from Sugar on that Shack. Later. R- Richardson, I know, might be a workout wonder. But, buddy, did you watch that? Like, that guy is a stud. Oh, yeah, he it's is. By Anthony Richardson. He, yes. look, he looks the part. There's no he, question. I mean, when you watch his workout, it is a, a, a feat of humanity. Yeah, but I try to tune all that stuff out because it just doesn't John matter. John did that with Paxton. Yeah, like he it liked just all the measurables. You can look good. You he can, liked Paxton stride. How was Paxton stuff in those workouts? I don't he, he, recall. He, he's he's good. good. He yeah, worked out yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. He, he threw the ball really what well. What about that wonder lick, though, bro? Yeah, I mean, the wonder lick is, is a different, you know, <laughs> we don't know Anthony Richardson yet either. Yeah, good point. But uh, I like that he said, did you see Florida, did you see our receivers this season? When they were questioning his numbers, <laughs> he just threw his old program right on under the bus. Yeah, see, that's a, that's yeah, a, that's that's a red flag. Yeah, I, that's, <laughs> that is a red flag. Like Derek Carr saying all the right things makes any difference, <laughs> get you any more wins or a Super Bowl. He said all the right things. Okay, so. Uh, you know, so all these guys, what they put in their bodies, what we do to play the game. Okay, so we're starting off. And, and what good did that do? We're starting off a tenure with a guy who takes no accountability for I, his poor just play. Just say, is. Nobody said that. That's Nobody what he said. Say, That's what he did. Nobody didn't take any accountability. If he says you didn't, did you did, not see our receivers? Did Florida have? What am I supposed did Florida to do? have stud receivers or not? Did they have anybody? I mean, did Tom Brady have stud receivers for Tom the majority Brady, of his career? Comparing them to the best, ain't it? I'm just saying, Man, you bro. You went off of extreme. Did with you ever that? see this? Man said Tom Brady, y'all, seven Super Bowls, best ever done it. Wow. Did you did you ever hear him say, man, we did you see how man, we had Tom him and Dola? A, and... Tom will take a crap on a dude publicly. <laughs> well, yeah, Tell like you, this is what you that, that's all, <laughs> he don't care. 
What are you talking about? And he had earned that at that point. Hey, bro, when I'm drafting a quarterback in the top five, I want you to be, and I'd expect you to be one of the greatest ever, period. This You're going to end up with, I guarantee you now, he's going to end up with Anthony Richardson, and he'll be spinning this a whole different way come April no. when he's got him. You will have talked yourself into it, no, telling I, us then how I'm much gonna, of a stud he was. I'm going to hate it until he shows me he's good, in which case I'll forgive him, but I will not like it. I will not be a, I will not be a fan of it. You know, because in the end, your job as a quarterback is to don't look at the clock, man. The clock's fine. No, I like looking at it when you start talking quarterbacks. Joke! <laughs> exactly. But Didn't yeah. you tell me Mac Jones was going to be good? I did. Yeah, yeah, you had him ahead of Fields. I had that him was a ahead bad, of I had Zach Wilson last, weekend. though, in fairness to me. Oh, we all did. Whole NFL had Except that. the Jets. Every person that watched had Zach Wilson last. Except the Jets. I mean, somebody had to draft that dude. You know he was the the, the what did they call him the uh, I'm not the milf assassin or something milf no the Mormon Manziel is what they oh. call him uh, and he kind of has been I think yeah. Je- I heard that from Jeffrey right I'm blaming yes, that's I don't fair. think I don't think I don't think that's I think every, I think that was kind of a nickname <laughs> what did you just call I thought he was talking about the other but I should have known he I should have known he was going to say that. I thought that's what I thought that's what you're talking about. That, that's, he's known more for the off the field stuff than. than uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. You missed what John said, bro. <laughs> I, I thought he I thought he was known as the milf of assassin or hunter or something. I I really did. And, but but he I, could, I, I, I don't when he does that, Brad. I try. You're not. trying to move along. I heard you. Exactly. It, it was pretty. Uh, that did, was a pretty good one, though. I, 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 don't, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, I know John. You I know remember John. that deal, though. I yep. thought that's. I think it, John actually is closer to it. Yeah, I think there was so. I think there was like some stories. It was the there. mom's best friend. Oh yeah, bro. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, it was. It was exactly right. The mom's best friend. I don't Smash remember. Down or, or, or was it his best friend's mom? It was his best yeah, friend's yeah. mom. It wasn't his. Or was it? It was. Either, it was one of the two. It was like Zach? speculated. Yes. Yeah. Oh, no. it Google was, it. It was either his mom's best friend or his best friend's mom. Yeah. Yeah. It got dicey, mom. So either way, it was a mom somewhere. Is the report is was the speculation? So I thought that's what you were referring to because I haven't. But he hasn't been relevant on the football field. He can get forty million bucks though, either franchise or a, a contract. They ain't franchising oh, that dude. They can't. He, no, he showed chance. zero leadership. You talk no about not, no accountability. John was just speaking earlier. Remember after yeah. games when he said, hey, "What's your role he in this?" He said, "No, yeah, yeah. No, no, we're, yeah. I ain't got any of this." Nah, he's your starting quarterback. Yeah, but see, if Anthony Richardson says that, man, it's like, hey, man, he's, yeah, that, you he's, go he's crazy keeping about it real. It. He's right. keeping it at 100. No, no, you go crazy when he says it. <laughs> Zach's fine to be a first-rounder. No, I never said that. I've never been on board with Zach Wilson, period. And I'm yeah. not on board with Anthony Richardson. Uh, the quarterback you know I want is C.J. Stroud. That's who my eyes are on. If we're going to draft one, let's go get C.J. Stroud. He's put together. He's smart. He's got an arm. He can run. Let's go. Let me get CJ. I'll be happy with that. I can build around him, throw the Devontae connection. Devontae, CJ, be great. Uh, outside of that, give me, I want no parts of Levis. We're not going to trade up high enough to get Bryce. So, Well, whatever y'all do, it's going to fail. So that's what you need to be uh, focused on. Well, I appreciate it. So uh, we'll just go ahead and shut down. The operations will fold up. Join the USFL maybe. You know, just, just stop trying. Derek Carr, New Orleans Saint. Mm-hmm. That's gonna do it for us in the rundown. We'll come back. Got some respect burgers that we're gonna hand out. I've got a dis- I've got a big disrespect glizzy to hand out for a college basketball coach who has just lost his ever loving mind, apparently, in his job. So we'll do that. 
when we come back. Jason and John, I turn to FM, ESPN. Ja has a fair amount at stake if he wants to get the Supermax. It's a $40 million difference. Difference, yeah. So 190 to 230 in terms of the projection. I think this very well, Saturday could have cost him $40 million. I agree. I, I think it is extremely dicey for him now to make it all NBA team. I would probably bet against it. Memphis is home of the Jeff Calkins Show. Weekday mornings from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Anywhere on the Odyssey app, including Comcast, Xfinity TVs, and all smart speakers by saying, play 92.9 ESPN. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.